0: back and back into genesis starting with chapter 18 um playing around with the microphone i'm, I'm sure like i sound different all the time and again i'm not going to be pronouncing all these names or, or speaking them out because it just takes so long so genesis chapter 18 let's see what kind of crazy stuff is in here and jehovah appeared to him by the oaks of mamre and he was sitting at the door of the tent in the heat of the day and he was sitting in the tent and the, heat of the day. okay Sorry, it's going to take me a second to warm up into reading. Um, And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing by him. And he saw, and he ran to meet them from the entrance of the tent. And he bowed to the ground, and he said, My lord, if now I have found favor in your sight, I beg you, do not leave from near your servant. Please allow a little water to be taken, and you wash your feet. And rest under the tree. Wait, you so he's asking if he can take some water to wash his feet? And I will bring a bite of bread, and it will sustain your heart. Then you may pass on, for this is why you have passed over to your servant. And they said, Do so, as you have said. And Abraham ran into the tent to Sarah and said, Hurry, prepare three measures of fine meal. Knead it, and make cakes. And Abraham ran to the, the herd, and brought a son of the herd, tender and good, and gave it to a youth. And he hurried to prepare it. He went to the herd and brought a son of the herd, tender and good, and gave it to a youth. So he gave it to a kid. I guess they're not calling it. I just wonder if that's veal. <laughs> I feel really bad. The first thing he's going to make is going to be a, a poor baby. Anyway, uh, for these people. But anyway, I'm vegan. Only reason I have any concern on it. Uh, we've already passed the part here where he was quite clear saying it's okay to eat meat. So uh, I, I have no complaint against it then. I'm not going to start eating meat, but it... It's quite clear that it's not a biblical thing that you're not supposed to do. Um, so I guess either side you fall on your veganism works for you, great. If it if it doesn't, then uh, try and get the cleanest meat you can. Don't don't just get store bought stuff filled with RBST or whatever it is they pump in them hormones. And my God, I'm, just don't do it. Like I don't know if you've noticed in general, but uh, in my life around me, um, people have grown. <laughs> like I got a brother and uh, his his a uh, his wife of sorts, uh, uh, an ex-wife, a recent ex-wife, um, they've all, like, grown like two, three, it's not just them, it's, there's a lot of people around me that have grown like an inch or two, and I have no idea what that's about, I have not, I thought for a while maybe I was shrinking, but I've measured myself repeatedly, and i I literally haven't lost anything, my brother is taller than he thought he was, and, and, uh, so was my ex, so it's just weird, I don't know what that's about, uh, they, they're all, they eat the Watch what you eat. I mean, it's not just the meat, either, because it would be in the, so your cheese, your, um, your milk, everything that they feed the cows and the, uh, the chickens, all the hormones and all the, it's the not, you know, natural stuff, um, that's going into them that's probably just the poison that's affecting our bodies, so, uh, yeah, try and get the cleanest meat you can. That would just be, the my, my advice, I mean, these guys are sacrificing the meat in the Bible, half of it to the God, and then eating the other half or whatnot, so, um, or at least one portion said that. But Anyway, clean meat, man. Clean meat. <laughs> uh, and he hurried to prepare it. And he took curds and milk. And the son of the herd which he had prepared. And he set them before them. And he stood by them under the tree. And they ate. She stood by and watched. I hate when people stand by and watch me eat. Not that, you know, this is wrong in what they're doing. But There's a lot less people back then. <laughs> a lot less annoying. <laughs> you know, we're hearing the beep of some guy's cell phone over your shoulder while you're sitting in a booth. Anyway, and they said to him, Where is your wife Sarah? And he said, See in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return to you at the time of life. And behold, a son shall be to your wife Sarah. And Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, and it was behind him. And Abraham and Sarah were aged, going on in days. The custom as to women had ceased to be to Sarah. So she couldn't have kids, huh? Maybe she would menopause, I guess? And Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After my being old, shall there be pleasure to me, my Lord, also being old? And Jehovah said to Abraham, Why has Sarah laughed at this, saying, Indeed, truly shall I bear? Even I who am old, is anything too difficult for Jehovah? At the appointed time I I will return to you, at the time of life, and there will be a son to Sarah. And Sarah denied, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, No, but you did laugh. And the men rose up from there and looked on the face of Sodom. And Abra- Abraham was going with them to send them away. They looked on the face of Sodom so they could see the... See the skyline? <coughs> Sodom? Man, I got headphones on. I can hear a lot of the noises in the background. If anybody else has been hearing this, I mean, if you guys have been listening to this the whole time, uh, anyone that's listening to this, I apologize. I had no idea I was picking up that much sound. Uh... I am not in a soundproof room. I can hear birds in the background. I have no idea where that's coming from. When I take the headphones off, I can't really hear them. So, okay. (laughs) And Jehovah said, Shall I hide from Abraham that which I am doing? And Abraham shall become a great and powerful nation. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have known him, so that whatever he may command his sons and his house after him, even they may keep the way of Jehovah to do righteousness and justice to the intent that Jehovah may bring on Abraham that which he has spoken of him. And Jehovah said, the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great and their sin is exceedingly heavy. I will go down and see if they have at all done according to the cry coming to me. And if not, I will know. What? That just happened quick. So these guys are going to, they, so they like went to Sodom and Gomorrah, checked it out, told God like, oh. You are not going to believe what's happening here. And he was like, okay, let's go check this out. He had to go see for himself, right? I mean, whatever. Just saying, like, Sarah was like, she wasn't... She didn't know from personal experience, so she was just kind of like, how could that be? And he's mad, but... These people told him this place is just godless, and they're, they're completely gone. he's like, well, I'll have to go see... Uh, and know for myself. Well, yeah. anyway... Not that I'm judging. Please don't take do that wrong. I just think that's, you know, it's kind of an odd. I mean, he has a jealous God, though, or whatever, and, you know, a vain God. So I would, I would guess in that turn he's allowed to do that? And the men faced around from there and went towards Sodom. And Abraham was still standing before Jehovah. And Abraham drew near and said, Is it so? Will you cut off the righteous with the wicked? Perhaps there are 50, uh, Perhaps there are 50 righteous within the city. Is it so you will cut off and will not spare the place for the sake of the 50 righteous ones that are within it? Far be it from you to act in this way, to put to death the righteous with the wicked. That the righteous should be as the wicked. Oh, put the, the, that the righteous should be as the wicked. Far be it from you. See, now this is this is weird too. This is like Abraham's kind of, is he chastiting God? Hmm. The, far be it from you, the judge of all the earth. Shall he not do right? And Jehovah said, If I find fifty righteous within the city in Sodom, then I will spare all the place because of them. And Abraham answered and said, Behold, I beg you, I have undertaken to speak to the Lord, and I am dust and ash. Perhaps there will be lacking from the fifty righteous. Will you destroy all the city for the five? And he said, If I find forty-five there, I will not destroy. And he continued uh, still to speak to him and said, Perhaps forty-five will be found there. And he said, I will not do it because of the forty. And he said, please do not let my Lord be angry that I may speak. Perhaps 30 will be found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find 30 there. So, I mean, it sounds like we're going to whittle down to one. (laughs) Why not just go there right off the bat? If you don't want to piss the guy off, why not just go there? Be like, okay, look, what if you find one righteous man there? Can that one righteous person expect salvation? do it if I find 30 there and he said behold I beg you I have undertaken to speak to the Lord perhaps 20 will be found there and he said I will not destroy because of the 20 and he said I beg you let not my Lord be angry that I may speak only this time only this time you better not speak again then (laughs) perhaps 10 will be found there and he said I will not destroy because of the 10 and when Jehovah had finished speaking to Abraham then Abraham returned to his place okay I was waiting for it to get down to one like at least he said that because the whole time he's like don't get mad don't get mad oh uh, come on don't get mad at me I'm gonna do it again like I think my dad would've gotten mad at me I'm just saying my dad isn't like the all richest you know uh, creator though so <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't be uh, learning the bible on a, while doing a podcast if he was I'd, I'd have some inherent value in it probably already and be versed in it probably but anyway that's a gas hat idea whatever <clears throat> chapter 19. And the two angels came into Sodom at evening, and Lot was sitting at the gate of Sodom. And Lot saw, and he rose up to meet them, and bowed his face to the the earth, and he said, Behold, now, my lords, please, turn into your servant's house and lodge, and wash your feet, and rise early, and go to your way. And they said, No, for we will lodge in the street. Ew. Ew. That's just tough. No, we don't want your buildings. We seek no comfort here. We will sleep outside under the yeah, you know what I mean? The blanket of God's heavens—that's just crazy cool. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and he much urged them, and they turned into him and came into his house. Oh, so they gave in anyway. Oh, that was quick. I should have just read that next sentence. Anyway, <laughs> and he made a feast for them, and he baked cakes, and they ate. Before they had laid down, even the men of the city, the men of the Sosom, circled the house, from the young to the aged, all the people from its limits, and they called to Lot and said to him. Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us, that we may know them. And Lot went out to them to the door, and he closed the door behind him. And he said, "My brothers, please do not act evilly. Behold, now I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please let me bring them out to you, and you do to them as you see fit. Only do not do a thing to these men, because on account of this, di- of this, they came under my roof because of, because, on account of this, they." came under my roof. So he's saying they came here for protection. This dude just gave up his two daughters. His two virgin daughters. To a a, a mob. Of angry from young to old. Well, he didn't give it. I guess so far he's, just, but he's offered them. Look, like, I got one daughter. I don't know. I guess I'll find out through this book if it's a sin. But I am not Job. I am not giving up my daughter. Do- my, man, she's the only thing here that means a lot to me i couldn't even fathom that i I give god all the recognition acknowledgement in the world for sacrificing his only son for a greater idea but for me my daughter is the great idea so i'll sacrifice anything he wants me but her i'll sacrifice myself but she's the reason that i i partake and keep it and have chosen to come to you know what i mean like i don't think that's vanity i don't think that's wrong if it wasn't for her i would probably still be lost and it's in, it's in guiding her and just experiencing life with her and seeing her experience life that I, I'm experiencing life. That I, actually enjoy it. So that, you know, just sober, clean life with the the, the, the child. Well, I smoke weed, but uh, with my child though, and, and remembering things and doing things with her and just just watching her wonderment. So for me, that's that's, that would be like a, that would have to be my covenant. You know what I mean? Would have to after my daughter would have to be part of of his salvation, even if I get sent to hell. I'll do whatever you need me to do, but you have to save her. Because if she's lost, then we're both lost anyway, and I we, I need to find, you know, <laughs> we need to get found somehow, so. Or whatever, I mean, that's just, yeah. And children can't be lost, that just doesn't make any sense at all. That's not to say that the child of a demon can't be lost, I, I don't understand that yet. Hopefully the book will get into that kind of stuff. Um, that just blows me away, though. He just, psh. Yeah, he didn't ask his wife. He didn't go to his daughters and say, hey, these men are holy, or you know what I mean? He's just like, you know, it's just your body. Get out there. That's, I mean, that's insane. And they said, stand back. And they said, this one came in to visit. And must he always judge? What? And they said, stand back. And they said, this one came in to visit. And must he always judge? Oh. Now we will do evil to you rather than to them. And they pressed on the man upon Lot violently and drew near to break the door. But the men put out their hands and pulled Lot to them into the house and shut the door. And they struck the men at the door of the house with blindness from the small to the great, and they struggled to find the door. And the men said to Lot, who still is here to you? Who still is here to you? That's a weird way to put that, but okay. Because the here is not like hearing. It's it's like who is here in this place who still is here to you. Bring out of this place your sons and your sons-in-laws and your daughters, and whoever belongs to you in the city. For we are about to destroy this place, for the cry of them is great before Jehovah, and Jehovah has sent us to destroy it. Oh, this is them speaking to Lot. Oh, he's saying like, yeah, we're here. All right. Okay. And Lot went out to speak to his sons-in-laws, those taking his daughters. And he said, rise up. Whoa, to his sons, those taking it. Didn't he just give his daughters out there? Is he, Are we talking about the men having sex with his daughters at the time? And he said, rise up. Go out from this place, for Jehovah is about to destroy the city. I'm just blown away by that. I don't even understand what that means. We didn't go into much detail there about what what happened to his daughters, If he, if he even threw them outside at the time that, he had made that statement and whether or not he had other family out there already living like oh man I don't remember if they already said Lot had a whole bunch of kids so many names but okay moving forward because you gotta get through it to get say, now I don't know uh wow <laughs> okay Lot went out to speak to his sons in laws, those taking his daughters, and he said, Rise up, go out from this place, for Jehovah's about to destroy the city. And he seemed as one, choking to his sons in laws. Huh. He seemed as one, joking to. Well, like he was just cool with them all. Hey, man, we, we're going to be cool. We got to, yeah, no, no, don't even look at these guys. They're all done. Don't <laughs> look at it. It's good to know you. You're lucky to be with me. All right, you guys get out of here. It makes me wonder about the two daughters that he just sent outside. I don't understand that. The virgins. I mean, are they... Hmm. When the dawn rose, then the angels urged Lot, saying, Rise up, take your wife and your two daughters, who are found, lest you be cut off in the perversity of the city. What? And your two daughters, who are found... So it was, he only had two daughters? And they were thrown out, And now they have sons, That there was, literally, they were like, what, getting raped outside? And the men that entered them were just instantly their husbands? I am so confused by that. Oh, wow. And when the dawn rose, the angels urged Lot, saying, Rise up, take your wife and your two daughters, who are found, lest you be cut off in the perversity of the city. And he lingered. And the men lay hold of his hand and the hand of his wife And on the hand of his two daughters, Jehovah having mercy on him, and they caused him to go out and they put him down outside the city. I'm going to guess maybe the daughters didn't actually go outside. He had other family outside of there. I'm just in my mind that just makes me feel better. So I'm going to go with that. Uh, They put him down outside the city. And it happened as they led them outside. He said, escape for your life. Do not look behind you and do not stay in all the plain. Escape to the mountain. Least you be consumed. And Lot said to them, Oh no, Lord. Oh, do not stay in all the plane. The plain earth? Because it's flat? How does the flood work on a globe anyway? It, the whole idea just is it's confusing. So it's I guess it's just like the way the oceans are just sticking to it as it spins around and hurdles through a vacuum. Okay. Theoretical reality. Anyway, moving on. Behold, now your servant has found grace in your sight, and you have magnified your mercy, which you have shown to me in saving my life. And I am not able to escape to the mountain lest some evil overtake me and I die. Behold, now this city is near to flee there, and it is a little one. Please let me escape there. It is not a little thing that my soul may live. Is it not a little thing that my soul may live? And he said to him, See, I have accepted your face also, As to this thing, without overthrowing the city for which you have spoken. Hurry, escape there. I just picked up a bass in my speakers. I don't know what that's from. My headphones, I don't know what that's from. There's nothing around. That's weird. Sorry. (laughs) to stop there. There's just a boom. Anyway. Hurry, escape there, for I am not able to do anything until you have come there. So the name of the city was called Zor. Hey, Zor. We mentioned that before. Huh. So, I mean, does Zor not get wiped out in the flood then? Is this city somehow saved from the waters? I'm confused by that, because it would just seem like you would need to run again from... Zor, is this, is this post-flood? I guess I'm missing whether or not Sodom and Gomorrah was taken out pre- or post-flood. Hmm. I guess this would be post-flood, right? Oh, I didn't pay good enough attention to that. I'll have to Google that real quick. Wait, I'll, I'll do that after this, so... Uh, carry on. The sun had risen on the earth, and Lot came into Zor. And Jehovah rained brimstone and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah, from Jehovah out of the heavens. And he overthrew those cities, and all the plain, and all those living in the cities, and the produce of the ground. And his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. Oh, what are the, don't look back, huh? I know that's in here. I don't remember hearing that in this. Anyway, this Bible is a little different, I think interlinear Bible I'm reading here it just seems to have had some different wordage verbiage here and uh also just not said some things that I thought I remember hearing in some of these parts in the past or I got an older Bible uh from the I think the late sixties, early seventies. That was my dad's might be seventies. Uh, he got in either the Philippines or in California. I know that's a weird it's a naval-based thing, or not naval, but, like, he was in the Marines, and, uh, he was over in Vietnam, when he came back, he'd gotten this, this, uh, Bible, either, there, I'm not sure when he, he got it for his mom, though, uh, and it's an old Catholic Bible, it's a really thick Bible, it's really nice, don't get me wrong, but, uh, it, it completely is worded differently than this, everything is thou shalt thou, you know what I mean, thee, thy, I mean, it's really, it's a little harder to interpret than, than the one I'm reading, and I wonder if that's just part of the, translational difference but I, I, I seem to recall hearing before that this woman was warned not to look back or there was some kind of mentioning of any who looks at the destruction will turn to stone and don't look back and I don't recall just saying that uh, before she just got turned to salt so um, yeah so that sucks cause dude just lost his wife then huh and his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. Ouch. And Abraham started up early in the morning, going to the place where he had stood there before Jehovah. And he, and he gazed toward Sodom and Gomorrah, and toward all the land of the plain. Ha ha ha, the plain again, folks, the plain. Not, not of the globe, not of what you could see, but of the, the plain. All of the lands of the plain. And he saw. And behold, the smoke of the country went up like the smoke of a furnace. And when God destroyed the cities of the plain, God remembered Abraham. And he sent Lot out from the, out from the overthrow when overturning the cities in which Lot lived. Oh, so yeah, he ended up just getting kicked out of his city anyway. Why didn't you go to the mountain? And Lot went up out of Zor and lived in the mount. Well, <laughs> didn't do to, you got a problem with people even when he's on your side, just not listening to you. Our Father, Lord God, I mean Jehovah, you know what I mean. Like you told, dude, to go to the mountains. Like, Can I just go? I really like the city. <laughs> I mean, if you're inevitably gonna end up there anyway, just go to the mountain. What are you doing? Well, I mean, look, man, the guy's gonna overturn all the lands. Just do what he says, right? Don't argue with this dude. And if he's saving you, trust he's, he's giving you good information. Get on that mountain. <laughs> My gosh. Ah, ow. I just got a bunch of coffee on my stitches. Ouch. That was not ideal. Okay. So there's old uh, Lot up in the mount now. And his two daughters were with him. For he feared to live in Zor. For he feared to live there now. And he lived in a cave. Hmm. Well, Zor was no different than Sodom. I mean. Anyway. God was overturning all and told you to go to the mountain in the first place. Wait, fearing living in, you should fear all of the plane right now. All of it, right? I mean, the guy is destroying all the cities of the plane. Let's just get off the plane. I think that's what he meant in the beginning, anyway. Yeah. <sighs> he lived in the cave. He and his two daughters. And the firstborn said to the younger, our father is old. And there is no man in the land to come to us as... Is the way of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and let us lie with him, that we may keep seed of our father. Oh, man, we just got incestual? Lot, Lot's incestuous with his daughters. Okay. And they caused their fathers to drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father. And he did not know when she lay down, nor when we rose up. Oh, whoa, whoa. And he did not know when she lay down, nor when we rose up. Oh. And on the next day it happened, the firstborn said to the younger, Behold, I lay with my father last night. Let us cause him to drink wine tonight also, and you go in and lie with him, so that we may keep alive seed of our father. And they caused their father to drink wine that night also. And the younger rose up and lay with him. And he did not know when she lay down, or, nor, when she rose up. Well, at least it didn't we us. Uh, and both the daughters of the of Lot were with child by their father. And the firstborn bore a son, and called his name Moab. And he is, and he is the father of Moab to this day. There's a K in front of day, so it's K D A Y. Again, I don't know if that's a typo. I'd have to look at a keyboard. See, this book's supposed to be completely hand typed out or whatever. So, <clears throat> and the younger. So I mean, if there was one, it's not like they would just fix it in syndication. It would. Each one's supposed to be done by a scribe or something or whatever. So it's anyway. Do 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 do. Both the daughters of lot were with the child by their father. That is just crazy, incest. Moab, he's an incestuous child. He is the father of Moab to this day. And there's a K in front of the day. We don't know why. And the younger also bore a son and called his name. Oh, Benami, Benami. He is the father of oh of the Ammonites to this day. He's the father of the Ammonites. So Benemin is the father of the Ammonites. So both He is the father of Moab to this day. The firstborn bore a son and called his name Moab. He is the father of Moab to this day. He's the father of himself. And the younger also bore a son and called his name Beneme. He is the father of the Ammonites not of enemy. Why is Moab and the firstborn... I gotta do this one more time, guys. And the firstborn bore a son and called his name Moab. He is the father of Moab to this day. By he, do they mean God? That doesn't even make sense. I'm confused there. Okay, so Moab's his own father. What does that mean? Chapter 20... And Abraham moved from there to the land, and uh, oh, real quick, I mean, so the guy, how they got this guy so drunk that he passed out, and they just they were able to ride him without him waking up. Look, as a guy who's had an alcohol problem before, it I would have to be so black out drunk to have somebody have sex with me and me not wake up or know about it or have some kind of wet dream and not, you know, what I mean, not be able to figure it out. And then your daughters pop up pregnant. I mean, <laughs> they just spend a year on a mountain with you and they're having kids. I mean, come on. How did that story go down? Anyway. (laughs) And Abraham moved from there to the land of the south and lived between Kadesh and Shur and stayed in Gerar. And Abraham said with regards to his wife Sarah, she is my sister. Oh, wait a minute. We jumped over to Abraham. I see. So we were talking about Lot being incestuous with this. Well, he wasn't being incestuous. his daughter for being incestuous with him. Let's be correct here. Um, which I guess to this point hasn't been addressed on whether or not you should be doing this. But uh, I'm going to go with the as a father, you just inherently know you know better than to touch your daughter. So I would think your kid knows the same. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, far be it for me to speak or say anything these people may have really thought that they were going to die up there. This was, they were going to be the end of their line and this was survival. And when, um, you know, the animals in nature do that sort of thing. They, um, whatever they can to survive. And perhaps we, we had more of a, um, an inkling in that, that direction before we got so, uh, disconnected from nature. I, I don't know. You know, I, I walk around with rubber soles on my feet. I'm not connected to anything. I don't, but you know, uh, meditate or mantra anything or you know what I mean like I'm 38 and just getting into the Bible I mean I've I've, I've browsed it before I've I've spent time in churches before and, and just you know kind of been around it at times but I've never really really just sat down and read the Bible and um I think at 38 maybe that that's too late this this it should be part of the high school curriculum or something like that even even if you don't want religion it's stayed in them um, uh, by no means am I saying that you have to be a religious zealot to read the Bible. I'm just saying, just read the Bible. Just read it. I mean, if not in a biblical sense, then just in a historic sense. Because it it covers a, a portion of history that everybody else is following, whether you're biblical or not. They're using a lot of these same time periods and things and people and uh, mentioned in the Bible and uh, uh, for that. You know what I mean? It's a historical account. So if you think reading War and Peace is, you know... <laughs> Uh, good for your culture, then read the Bible, because it's a hundred times better for your culture. Um, Anyway. So chapter 20, I guess we're over to Abraham now. And Abraham moved from there to the land of the south, and lived between Kadesh and Shur, and stayed in Gerar. And Abraham said with regards to his wife Sarah, She is my sister. And Abimelech, the king of the Gerar, sent and took Sarah. This just keeps happening to him. But God came to Abimelech, uh, Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, you are about to die because of the woman you have taken. She being married to a husband and Abimelech had not come near her. Had not come near her. And he said, O Lord, will you slay even a righteous nation? Did he not say to me, she is my sister? And she, even she herself said, he is my brother and the honor of my heart and the purity of my hands. I have done this. And God said to him in a dream, Yes, I know that you did this in the honor of your heart. And I flipping the page, I mean you already slept with her. And I also withheld you from sinning against me. So that that I'm confused. Is he just saying that by taking her wasn't a sin, but not actually having sex with her because I thought it just said that he hadn't touched her. On account of this, I did not allow you to touch her. Oh, okay, yeah. So. Okay. You couldn't have sex. These things happened. God works in mysterious ways. Weren't allowed to actually fornicate with the woman because of the way she was procreated, And because you didn't know, there's an innocence to it for you. And he protected you. Okay. Or it's, it's something like that, I guess. <laughs> and now return to the wife of the man. And now return the wife of the man. For he is a prophet, and he will pray for you. And you shall live. And if you do not return her, know that you shall surely die you and all that, you, all that are yours. And Abimelech started up early in the morning and called for all his servants. And he spoke all these words in their ears. And the men were greatly afraid. And Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us? And in, and in what have I offended you that you have brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin? You have done things to me that ought not to be done. And Abimelech said to Abraham, What did you see that you have done this thing? What did you see? That you have? To, why did you do this? What? What about us, Casio? And Abraham said, "Because I thought surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will kill me for my wife's sake. And yet she really is my sister, daughter of my father, only not daughter of my mother, and she became my wife." Oh, you lawyer! <laughs> Are you kidding me? If that isn't some law talk, I'm ah. Yeah. I guess God's word is law. And when God made me wander from my father's house I said to her this is this is your kindness which you do to me At every place where we come there say of me he is my brother Abimelech took sheep and oxen and male slaves and slave girls and gave to Abraham and he returned his wife to, uh, and returned his wife Sarah to him Abimelech said behold my land is before you live where it pleases you and he said to Sarah I behold I have given a thousand of your of silver, to your brother. Behold, it is for you a covering of the eyes to all who are with you. It is for you a covering of the eyes to to all who are with you. And with all this you are justified. And Abraham prayed to God. And God healed Ab- Abimelech and his wife and his concubines. And they gave birth. For Jehovah had closed up every womb of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, the wife of Abraham, Oh my God. What? I gotta let that sink in for a minute. He, um, he, he took their vaginas? He closed them? Or just the wounds? I guess you wouldn't have to date. You'd still be able to pee and procreate. You just wouldn't be able to get sperm to your seed. He certainly did a lot. He didn't just make sure that dude couldn't sleep with this woman. He, he also inflicted them with some form of disease and cl- shut off the wounds of every woman in that city. Oh my goodness. I mean, that's covering your bases, I guess. Wow. That just blows me away, to be honest with you. That, that blows me away. Whoa. And Jehovah visited Sarah, as he had said. Yes, the Lord did to Sarah as he had spoken. And Sarah conceived and bore a son to Abraham in his old age, at the time appointed, that which God had spoken with him. And Abraham called the name of the son who was born to him, who Sarah had become to him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac, a son of eight days, as God had commanded him. And Abraham was born a son of a hundred years, when his son Isaac... And Abraham was a son of a hundred years when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. All who hear will laugh with me. And she said to Abraham, Will Sarah suckle sons? For I have born a son to his old age. Hmm. Well, Sarah suckle son. I don't get it. Abraham was a son of a hundred years when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. All who hear will laugh with me. And she said to Abraham, Will Sarah suckle sons? For I have borne a son to his old age. Oh, will there be more than one? I see. I see. Will this happen? I see. And the child grew and was weaned. And Abraham made a great feast on the day Isaac was weaned. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, he whom she had borne to Abraham, mocking. And she said to Abraham, Drive away this slave girl and her son, for the son of this slave girl shall not inherit with my son, with Isaac. And the thing was very crushing in the eyes of Abraham, on account of his son. And God said to Abraham, Let it not be crushing in your eyes, because of the boy and on your slave girl. All that Sarah says to you, listen to her voice. For in Isaac your sea shall be called. For in Isaac your sea shall be called. Shall be called now see it's just S E E like you're seeing or something. I don't know if that was supposed to be seed. I'm wondering if this is a typo, this is weird. Listen to her voice, for in Isaac your seed shall be called. And also I will make a nation of the son of the slave girl, for he is your seed. And I'm thinking that was seed. And Abraham started up early in the morning and took bread and skin of and a skin of water, and he gave to Hagar, putting them on her shoulder, and the child, and sent her away, and she left and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. Alright, I think I'm starting to pick up lawnmowers in the background, so we'll, we'll get to cutting it to an end here before those get closer and closer and closer. Yeah, definitely somebody mowing their lawn around me. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, yeah, this is a good place to stop anyway. That, that's just insane. Insane. She's off to the wilderness. Maybe we'll do one more chapter. Let me just get out this last paragraph. Uh, Okay. And the water from the skin was finished. And she put the boy under one of the shrubs. And she went and sat down opposite him about a bow shot away. For she said, let me not see the death of the boy. And she sat opposite and raised her voice and wept. And God heard the voice of the young boy. And the angel of God called the Hagar out of the heavens. And he said to her, what ails you Hagar? Do not fear for God has heard the voice of the boy. There where he is, rise up, lift up the boy, and make your hands strong on him, for I will make of him a great nation. And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she, went with, and she went and filled the skin with water, and gave drink to the young boy. And God was with the boy, and he grew up, and he lived in the wilderness, and became an archer, and he lived in the wilderness of Pera. And his mother took a wife for him out of the land of Egypt. Cool. All right, we're going to stop right there. So he's out of the land of Egypt. I can hear the mowing picking back up. We're going to be on, uh, uh, let us see, chapter 21. We're going to be on verse 26 when we come back. And uh, we'll pick this up tomorrow, right where we left off today, just like we normally do. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This is a trip. we got an archer in the story now. And it sounds like, hopefully what I'm hoping is that this this will turn into more of a story. Like, I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. So... I'm hoping it turns into more of a story and less of a family tree kind of thing explaining this, where we get to a point where we can actually just start hearing about you know things that were done that we would we, we, we I can kind of go over and discuss because um, right it's it's just moving so fast it's moving so fast and there's so many names that I, I think I did a disservice to myself by not uh, not having a a. Uh, chalkboard you know to start really writing down names and trying and, and, and get a better understanding because uh, you know by now the, the names of generations have moved so many lines down that it's hard to remember who was with who or from who and um hopefully it just kind of keeps explaining it and that because it says it so many times it'll it'll sink in as we go but wow one way or the other that's um it's a lot so uh like i said i'm i'm gonna go i'm just gonna keep going we're gonna get through this whole bible and um Maybe the second or third time that I'm reading through it, it'll all really, really click in, but one way or the other, yee done for today. You guys have a great day, and uh, may God be with you, one and all. Goodbye.